0: here's the situation uh this is a kind of midweek mini episode yeah a little bonus yeah we like to think of it that way <laughs> sure
1: maybe uh maybe an unwelcome visitor <laughs> intrusion an intrusion
0: yeah a, a midweek break-in uh <laughs> uh for a, a little bit how would we phrase it? just some housekeeping some tying up a loose end some modifying and and cleaning up
1: that's right i i would i would say it's uh High-level uh, review and cleanup is a fair way to put it. Just a few things that have come up in the episodes that have been released so far that we have decided to uh, put a little bit more color on. Maybe we rethought some answers. Maybe we wanted to talk about some emails or tweets or mm-hmm. text or angry
0: messages we've gotten <laughs> on some of these. And- the first one we want to talk about, people have actually asked about. It was, the episode was a while ago, but people have actually inquired as to the weightlifting
1: challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) so we're just going to cover off... uh, Oh, who are you, by the way? I'm Rush Howell. I'm TJ Jagadoski. And this is, here's the situation. (laughs) Normally, a very real podcast about hypothetical situations. Today, still a real podcast, but about itself. And uh, it's a little housekeeping, a little bit of a bonus, just to uh, say thanks for some people writing and giving Mm -hmm. us good ideas and having good conversations and... You you've got a list. I've got a list, and uh, we'll we'll just go down.
0: So the original weightlifting challenge, uh, Russia. The question was: it was ten thousand pounds, right? That's right. And it had to be done in. I think I misunderstood that it had to be done in the same like denomination the whole time. It had to be done in one one um like set.
1: No, we, that was a point of yeah controversy, but ultimately, as per, as presented, no. I think retroactively it became clear to me that you needed to do that. Two things became clear to me. One is it shouldn't have been 10,000 pounds. It probably should have been 30,000 pounds. And again, this was, uh, you've got somebody who's got like your dog or your friend hostage. (laughs) And they say, you have 24 hours to bench press this amount of weight. How much weight, uh, you know, uh, so let's call it 10,000 pounds because that's what it was. Mm -hmm. How much would you put on the bar to start with, I said. And you mocked me saying that 10,000 would be quite easy. And I said, well, I don't know that it'll be easy. And you you were highly, highly confident. I was. And so we did go and do a little bit of a test run. And what did we put on, like 100 pounds? Yep. And I did it, I think I did 100 pounds 40 times. Uh, Yeah, four sets of 10. Yep. I, I think, or nine or something. And you, you... You
0: came by and did we went down to the to the gym in your in your building. Yeah. And I think I did I think I did ten ten at a hundred. Ten at a hundred. And it was very clear. It took to about both a minute us or that minute we or we would
1: easily be yeah. able to do it over the course of a day.
0: Of twenty four hours with you can take full rests. Yeah. So that was Yes. That was that was absolutely accomplishable. Yes. So you were right,
1: and I was wrong. The situation was not well put together. I think in retrospect, what it should have been is you have a day to bench 30,000 pounds. Nasty. Now that's nasty. And you can't change the amount of weight that's on the bar. Okay. So once you pick a number, you're stuck with it. What number would you pick? I think that would have been a a difficult one where now your dog or your friend's life is in danger. And the decision about how much to put on the bar is going to be paramount. I think.
0: I think i I might I might say I might still be able to do that, but it would be like thirty pounds, forty pounds. Right. Well, the bar is like forty
1: five, so you're you're, yeah. you're baseline. i to take with the off bar. the bar.
0: Yeah. So you're so you're basically <laughs> shave the bar down. You're going to say I'm going to do the bar. I'll do the bar. And
1: I think that's probably what I would do as well. I think yeah. I would take. And if if you could just take dumbbells instead, what would you do there? Would you go down to ten or five or I mean I think there's got to be a lower bound so it's not I'm giving you all day to do thirty thousand one pound lifts although your arms yeah. may just fall apart on that anyway I'd
0: probably go twenties you know the, the same same neighborhood yeah. as just the bar I guess
1: I think that I think that's about right I, I do think under duress I do think with twenty four full hours. mm-hmm because that was the other thing I did test was and our
0: friend Norm got involved oh, on, yeah. in this he as well involved. he was yeah, he, he was involved. on this yeah. flies on shit norm yeah. was on this minutes after it aired <laughs> that's right and uh, maybe before
1: <laughs> and so i do think i here here's something i'm going to throw out there we haven't talked about this in anyways no days. we have not uh i am willing to <laughs> it would no, have to be no. it, it would have to be probably after the new year sometime around the holidays or something uh and but if If we get, and I'll come back maybe at a later episode, but I'm going to say something like if we get, I don't know, a 1,000 five-star reviews, (laughs) pick pick something that's unlikely to occur, I will do the weight lift challenge to see if I can do the 30,000 in a day uh, starting at at some preset weight. And if you'll, maybe we can rotate in, I don't know, you probably wouldn't want to do that.
0: How about like six months from now, however many five-star ratings we do, you have to do 100 you have to put a 100 up.
1: No. <laughs> I mean, we already have 100. <laughs> yeah. Man. So you're, you're already at um, you're already 10,000. $10, oh, yeah. That's not that bad. No. That's not that sounds <laughs> so bad. But I, I, I went for a 1,000 instead yeah. of 500 to make me.
0: Everyone we know is already rated this show. I know. Show. We're not going to get there. We're going to get there. We're to That's why I'm
1: being a little bit, you know. We're hey, going to get
0: up to 109 yeah, is what if, we're going to be at. If, yeah, that's right. If we do the show for 40 years, we're going to have 109 <laughs> ratings by the end. I'm afraid that's right. Um one other one I had written down, Rush, that was clearly and when you first offered this scenario, there was a time there was a, a time limit to it, which I think was thirty seconds. It might have been a minute, but there wasn't a lot of time to go through the entire league. This was the ah, NFL mascot one. Where yes. If you, you remember so there's the an setup. eccentric yep. billionaire. He brings you into his lair. Uh,
1: you know, he's got nothing to do, the eccentric billionaire, right? He's he's he is only excited by truly absurd stuff at yep. this point to really get him going. And he has amassed one of each of an actual representation mm-hmm. of each NFL mascot. Yep. You had 30 seconds to pick two to be on your team, and you get to pick three to fight. Uh, I, I I had a terrible t- I was like the Bengal Tigers <laughs> and the New York Giants. And you, you selected, what did you pick?
0: I took the Jets, and it didn't really matter after that. I think That's a right. Bear, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think you took... Yeah, but you took the Jets, who I admit that I thought it meant like Knickerbocker. I just thought it was... You were like the Jets and <laughs> like the, the Sharks. sharks and yeah. Like the Sharks, yeah. And it like West Side a guy with a knife. I, yeah, I just thought it was <laughs> uh, not an actual plane. And then... So then I was embarrassed to realize, yes, of course it's an actual yeah. plane.
0: And I thought I had cracked... I thought I had broken the system. Right. You know, like it just dominated it, cracked it all wide open. Yes. And then we heard from a friend of ours uh, who... Had you know all the time in the world to think about it, right? But came up with clearly the correct answer, and it doesn't matter who else you pick, right? You can pick a Titan and anyone. Mm-hmm. A Titan should have picked the Titans,
1: and it's pretty embarrassing that I went with Giants, which is just a way worse <laughs> Titan. <laughs> However, I will also point out the jets, not as good an answer as we thought it was at the time either, because the jets are named after the commercial jets because they were set up near the airport. And so all that thing could do is hover around the eccentric <gasps> billionaire's place. And you're not you're well, not actually going to shoot down anything. If anything, the okay. bird
0: may take it down by blowing up. Then attention. my jet just I just get a jet. Right. Yeah. And I have that guy kamikaze into your team. And then me and whoever I pick are alive and well and fine. Yeah, it's still better than the tiger, yeah. <laughs> but the Titans got the Titans not getting knocked over. Uh, what do you got on your list, Rush?
1: Uh, so one that I had was our very first episode was Ah, those census. Halcyon days yeah. of. Well, we had recorded others, but they we were, were kids. They what were 19,
0: 20 years oh, old. Oh
1: god, it was so long ago. Then Lord. we took a thirty-year break, yeah, and then came back. And episode two yeah, for episode <laughs> two. But so census, census and sensibility. Uh, that I think the very first situation, full one that we posed was you get you get to come up with one question, and that mm. gets distributed to everyone in the country as part of the census, and then everyone reads and has to respond to that question. And then simu- also there is a a small like log cabin on top of a deserted <laughs> mountain and you are going to have to go live in that place for one week with one person who's chosen at random based on the census question that you've a- added and and whatever answer you pick so you could say like hey uh I my question's going to be on a scale of 1 to 10 um, how much do you like uh, improv comedy? And I want all the people that put an eight. And of everyone in the world that, that, or in America that put an eight, that gets randomly drawn, and one of those people is going to be up there with you. This is a tremendous situation. I liked that with, one. And I, we had, a, still, I had one of the best. still more conversations about that one probably than any other, but I think that's in part due to it being the first episode. Mm-hmm. However, a a constant refrain has come up on this one. And it's a good point that many people have made, but I, I want to just put out there that I don't think it's a, a true loophole. In fact, this came up as recently as yesterday, but I've had this conversation five times. And that is people saying, Ah, uh, see, you messed up because your question should be, Are you Rush Howell? Okay. Okay. And so so first of all, if your question is just, Are you Rush Howell? And that would be the question the, I your would. Your question, ask. right? Yeah. And you would pick, you know, Beth, sure. not not me. But the point is we we have a lot of great conversation, sure. I hope. But but the the point being, we just go up there, record fifty episodes, and take the yeah. next year off. Yeah, that's how we should do that. Yeah, <laughs> let's 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 look into deserted mountaintops. But the so people thought, well, there you can rig it. So the, my first response to that is, if you just say like, are you TJ Jagodowski or yeah. are you Rush Howell or something like that, even though your name and my name are both pretty unusual, there's probably more than one in the country. Yeah, and even if there's not more than one in the country. E- or even if you made it a much more tailored question, if I said, are you TJ T- Jagodowski who performed on both the Second City mm-hmm. main stage and the Second City ETC in the 2000s, like, you know, it do something where it can only be you? Yep. Then I still think that's not the question I would want to ask because then you're going to get one person who's actually you. Yep, that's me. And then you're going to get dozens if not hundreds of pathological liars or people that don't or understand – yeah, or yeah. don't understand how to fill out a census. Yep. So between, my view is if you do something where you get like, it's much broader, like you do one to 10 scale and you take all the eights or whatever, you're going to have thousands of people, but a higher percentage of them are going to be desirable. Whereas if you do something that's very, very specific, I think you're going to get stuck with people that don't understand it, which I don't want to spend a week with somebody who can't fill out the form, right? Yeah. Or a pathological liar, which is even worse.
0: Yeah. because your percentage. It feels like uh, a question like that, your percentage of pathological liar is going to be about as high as you could possibly get with any with any question, right? Sure. You're going to have 99, 98, 97% pathological liars I think answering so. that question. I mean, the counter argument would be yes, no
1: right? one would, you, you would only get one yes, but I, you're, you're talking no 300 way. million people. So many people would thousands. claim to be me, dude. Absolutely. Of so many people would claim to be me. Agreed. Agreed. So it's a. It. I like that people are thinking about it, but I just want to say because uh, there have been a few people, uh, all, almost always one friend of mine, you, you know, didn't do it publicly. Was 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 a little less polite about it. It's just like, well, the question
0: is fun, but it's stupid because it would be this, and I was like, well, no, yeah. So, and that's not to say that uh, like any of these situations, I, many of these situations may have loopholes many I would say have <laughs> a substantial yes. portion of them do
1: <laughs> hence, some of them intentionally
0: hence the point of us hearing about hearing these things for the first time and having to have an honest and kind of timely reaction to it as opposed to being able to noodle on it yeah. uh for a long long time but i time. got i
1: got a lot of great i, I don't even have time to get into it, but i must have gotten 20 wow. suggestions 30 suggestions over the course of the last several months
0: about the census question i don't hear from anybody that's the one that comes up the most um Here's this one. Rush just came up recently, and the scenario or the situation was such that you could get on a like spaceship and basically go to Earth Two, get another hundred years of quality life. And how many people would you bring, right? Yes. It, it, it the minimum amount of people you'd have to bring to accept such an offer? And I said my folks would walk over your dead body to to get.
1: I, I thought you said they would fight me to they oh, they would yeah, cause fight, my death. Yeah. And then, and then walk and then over my dead,
0: dead body. Dead well, body. I saw them at a wedding this weekend, and it's not true. They're not getting on. They're not getting on the okay. ship. So that's one for me. They don't want it. One for me because I
1: did say because because the real debate there was I, I said and, and again the scenario is like there's a ship it's going to go away and you, you're going to go to this utopia and get a hundred extra years of life, but you can only take so many people. And then and then we got talking about just who would want to go yeah. generally. And your thesis was. People at the young and old end of the spectrum would want to go, yeah. and people in the middle wouldn't. And my counter to that was, I agreed with you on young people. I said, "Why not? You're yep. in your early twenties. Like you've been making new relationships anyway. You'll and go." And my folks
0: aren't old. They're just a couple of years older than I am.
1: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but then, uh, but then, I disagreed with you on the on the on the other two categories. I thought Correct. more of the older folks would say, "You know what? I've had I've had a good run. I'm ready to." <laughs> You know, I'm ready to not do 100 years. Do you think
0: that's where you'll be at 70 years old? Man, I had a good run. I'm ready to just kind of towel off, take a shower, and go ahead and crawl into the ground. (laughs) Well, no. And the way I said it was probably unfair
1: and pejorative or whatever. But uh, all I mean to say is that there'll be more you know to bring up another thing we've talked about content right mm-hmm. we talked about the difference between satisfied and content <laughs> and what have you i think it's a tough question but i do think more of them would say i'm i'm content i'm yeah. not going to go reinvent everything for a hundred new years and then i think a lot of people around my age would say just because it's a classic cliche midlife crisis reinvent themselves instead yeah. of
0: buying a porsche it's time to Get an extra fly to different of planet, years planet. um yeah, hey, By the, I think we've already made this clear, but if this is the first episode and here's the situation you're listening to, d- stop now. Yeah, go, go back, back. Go back to the first ones because this is not how it usually goes. Yeah, this is for uh, our, our, <laughs> our friends and family largely
1: and some other folks who have listened.
0: And for those folks, Rush, one question that we're interested in, because you and I, have, um, we record usually about 10 weeks in advance of actually hearing the episode air. So we kind of forget about forget about the episode a little bit. Sure. And so when we hear it, we sort of have kind of fresh ears on it. We vaguely remember it. Sometimes we're absolutely surprised I entirely forget, yes. you know, a situation. And so we kind of listen to it and then sort of kind of rank them for ourselves, you know, like um Put them you know there are some that we think are, are are better than others, right, and we were intrigued if any of you would like to write us at here 's the situation podcast at gmail it, because we want to keep on getting better, we want to keep on evolving that if we're of similar minds on which ones you guys have enjoyed because there's some that we think are getting closer to where we want the show to feel or be. Um, but we wonder what you think. So if you wouldn't mind writing us, um, just with maybe what your favorite episode is, um, and, or if there's a How to phrase this? A type of situation or something that we do that you particularly enjoy or particularly don't enjoy. Then we'd also um, like to know that, Um, because we like we said we want to we want to you know uh, we we welcome uh, constructive compliments or constructive criticism, right? um, So that we can keep on uh, getting better. And there are a few,
1: and this is gonna people are gonna learn this in the next two and a half three months, but they're a, a, a little more often now. We're bringing back prior situations not mm-hmm. exactly the situation but the same kind of trope you know so yep. um there's one where we had the eBay wizard yep. right so uh, and and we'll bring that back uh,
0: in the future so is something that we enjoy but right. we don't want to be the only ones who do <laughs> so would
1: lo- yeah would love to hear on email uh any favorite episodes or favorite situations or or types of situations things you like or don't like uh and if you don't feel like writing an email and you you want to tweet us at uh, at TJ and Rush yep. on Twitter. You can do it that way too. Or if you don't want to do either of those, no problem. Thanks for listening, regardless. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, what uh, Rush? What was the episode about? Grace. It was it's Grace and Grass. Grace and Grass. Yes. And you had a uh, you had a situation that basically just came down to determining you know if you had to make a list, who would you put at the top of the list of most graceful athletes. Yes. And definitely thought at the time, like we're missing somebody, we're missing somebody. Right. There's someone obvious here and someone has come to us. Yes. In that time.
1: So I want to say a couple of things on that. So the first is I actually liked that situation now mm-hmm. that I've thought about it, which was ESPN gets together and it's going to make an episode where you take 10 really positive adjectives or 30 really positive adjectives. And you pick the three athletes that most embody embody that adjective so on that one, we were doing grace. Yes. And I actually think we got to maybe the best answer at the end. I think you thought of it right at the end, which was Greg Louganis. yeah. Because diving is, of course, like a quintessentially graceful sport. However, we were remiss not to mention Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Who is, you know, famously a, a graceful athlete. And, of course, it just seemed like he was playing a different sport. You've moved beautifully on the ice versus everybody else. And I think maybe we didn't think of him because we were so.
0: Uh, it was anti- because I kiboshed figure skating so hard that all skating I think fell into right. the fell into that uh, the bin the ash bin. Um, but as I was thinking about it, like of course, and also it's we might have overlooked him because it's a sport that is often thought of as brutal, right? You know, like a lot of hitting, a lot of um, but is, but also the he has a certain advantage because he's on skates. You know, I was thinking about this like it's it's uh it's almost objectively more graceful to glide than run and and so the fact that you can move at that pace and move without like the chopping leg steps of of someone who's you know like sprinting or whatever you you have that that advantage there's even something kind of Romantically graceful about water, and so someone right. like Luganis who falls into you know a pool sounds almost like patently just in its in its definition more graceful than let's say. Someone who was absolutely graceful, like Edwin Moses, but is like tap 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 jump, tap 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 jump. That right. it's it's the the ratatat of it might um, not fall into that graceful category as easily. But Edwin right. Moses, I'm thinking of now actually was was probably yeah, he was pretty great. wonderfully graceful. I, I do think, yeah, sprinters.
1: We did say Jackie Joyner Kersee yeah. is, is one example, but I think that um, not to get too sidetracked back into this situation, but <laughs> as I think about it, the I wonder whether. More people would say, I think more people would say, ice dancing, ice skating, mm-hmm. figure skating especially, is more graceful than the floor exercise in gymnastics, uh-huh. but that's okay. kind of would put your theory to the test, because the floor exercise is very much a similar process, but without the skates. Yeah, yeah. And it is...
0: A- but there's, like, it's explosive. Oh, you know,
1: and like if you were thinking if if Sports Illustrated said, "Give me explosive, <laughs> yeah, give me those." For, I mean Simone, Simone Biles, Biles. I mean, come on, who's beating who's beaten her the on human that? Human
0: firework, right? <laughs> it's incredible. Um, one other person I did think of, and it's perhaps easier to think of him as graceful because he's so often in slow mo. Uh, Doctor J mm-hmm. was uh was aerial aerial ballet. Yes, <laughs> the doctor. I like Doctor J. A UMass Minuteman, right there, Doctor Doctor J. Very good.
1: Wasn't there a guy named Doctor Duncanstein? That's yeah. one of my favorite sports. Daryl yeah. Griffith, I think. Yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> nicknames in sports history.
0: Rush, there was one that um that you came up with that due to the situation it we could not finish it, and it had to do had it involved a magic rod. Ah, yes, yes. Several
1: people did ask about this, so it was a magic rod that your uh uncle, who you liked. Who it turns out he was a wizard
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, left not you. the eBay
0: wizard. That's a different guy. I'm not helping my different, uncle out no. with yeah different. This is a different uh,
1: but that, he's also a friendly wizard. Yeah, that eBay wizard. But the this uncle. Have,
0: you notice like for for the most part for our show wizards are kindly.
1: Yes. billionaires are dastard oh right? the billionaires are it's it's you know i don't
0: want to get into stereotyping
1: but it shoots it's and a ladders. lot of kindly
0: wizards and shoots
1: and ladders <laughs> you know but wizard wizards and billionaires so it but they are eccentric billionaires they're yeah. not just run-of-the-mill billionaires those could be I,
0: I think eccentric is the kindest adjective for what these guys do. they mostly put you eccentric in death, yeah. <laughs> games
1: uh, but uh so the this kindly wizard uncle leaves you a rod and um the, the gist of it is there's five buttons on it. Each one adds a magical ability to it. However, every time you hit a button, there's a 25% chance that the rod will blow up. Yeah. Now, if you hit a button and it works once, it has that power forever until it blows up. Yeah. So, you know, you're the rod never blew up for you. I've, I think I got, got now, four deep, right? I've, right. I've now done this game with other people. I've had the rod blow up on okay. people and so forth. But the first one was was... You just get a utensil once a day. Nobody's that interested. I've never had anybody stop on that. <laughs> the second one is you get one beverage of your choice uh, every day, like 12 ounces. Nice. Third one was you get $500 a day every nice. day. And you you were willing to stop on that until you learned that. until the healing, you, right? You, you saw, because we added to it that yep. you, uh, you could see the name of the next one, which was healing. Yeah. And then you, like most people, chose to go to the next one. And that was healing where you could once a day heal one person of any one disease, which I liked your response, which was, I have to take it, but boy, what a responsibility. <laughs> You're going to be job. like going to the children's <laughs> hospital every day. Yep. Yeah. And then the fifth one, you said no to. Right. And this felt too, It felt too juicy. Yeah. The, the you ability turn, to heal felt right. too you can't, juicy. You can't to, take a 25% to chance to lose it. that. Yep. Uh, and so I said, we'll never know. And a lot of people were like, I would like to know. <laughs> So, uh, Do you want me to
0: leave the room so I never know? No, it's okay.
1: So the it's up to you. But the, I'm going to walk, I'm gonna you're walk gonna away. You're going to listen to this probably. No, well,
0: way. yeah, someday, but I'll find it out with everybody else. Okay. Give me a chance. I'm going to leave.
1: All right. Well, he's dropped his thing there. Okay. and he's to yell when it's time for me to come back. Okay. So, boy, that yell is going to be rough here. So anyway, the fifth one, uh, which I did say was transport, but the fifth button, what it allows you to do is to teleport anywhere in the world uh, with no harm to you whatsoever, no effect on your spirit or anything like that. Uh, twice a day, you get to teleport anywhere in the world. And the, the whole trick to the whole thing was that the, this guy, the, the uncle was a, uh, this wizard who had actually been using that plus the healing to fly around the world and and do that and was now having to retire and leave that. So anyway, um, very few people have gotten to that fifth button, but that's what it was. So I'll wave. I think TJ can see me through his window and we'll be back in here momentarily. Okay. So TJ, while you're setting back up,
0: I left, I went outside the window. That's you why I did. didn't have to yell. I went yeah. inside the window of the basement. I can vouch for that. Um,
1: so wh- one thing that came up on uh, one of the episodes and it's come up a couple times is that we recorded a, a few episodes and, um, that, that got lost to, to history. Correct. Uh, one was too loud. Uh, another, we just didn't record. I literally didn't hit record. Right. And so uh, there was a time on one of the episodes where we said, I've told that story about my brother and, and uh, Christmas. And you were <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was on a prior episode. And it turned out it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And so I thought... Um, I would I would tell that Great. and uh, you know thank my brother uh, and we'll give some more thank yous in a moment but thank thanks to my brother for uh, listening to the all of the episodes and uh, doing his best to staunch uh, supporter uh, yeah staunch supporter so um, this is one of my favorite stories about my brother he was probably eight years old maybe a little older but yeah probably 8 eight ish <laughs> we come downstairs on Christmas morning which is always you know a, a magical moment. And we get downstairs, and there is, in the middle of the Christmas morning room, a brand new, probably 50 to to $100 Schwinn bicycle for my brother. Nice gift. I mean, it was clearly the top-line gift for that year.
0: Big deal. It's also the Christmas gift. Yeah. That is the Christmas gift. Yes. You can't wait for the snow to melt in, in my part of the world or whatever until yeah. you can get out. Give that and I lived. I grew up
1: in Atlanta, mm-hmm. so there was very rarely snow. He was gonna get hit the ground running that day, and he comes down and he's like, "Oh, a bike, thanks." And you can just see my dad. I mean, it's like a like a two year old when you give him like a thing and it's in a box, and then they just want to play with the box instead. Uh-huh. And my dad's like, "Oh boy, okay, well maybe I should take this bike back." And you can see my brother's like trying to pretend that he's excited about the bike, but he he, he just can't. And then um. It's, you know, maybe 30 minutes goes by, and we're, like, opening the, you know, r- small remaining presents or whatever. <laughs> stocking stuff. Yeah, side stocking stock. stuff type stuff. And my brother opens this little box, and within it are, uh I guess, 32 individually decorated down the sides, one for each team. 32 NFL pencils. <laughs> total, total value, $1.99. And he holds it up. To the sky and then raises his head and throws his head back like Tim Robbins at the end of the Shawshank Redemption and just yells, oh, thank you, Santa Claus, and gets up and runs circles. Around uh, smashing our the house. bike, into yeah, bits. like uh, right. I mean, the bike. He probably knocked it over in the process, thrusting the pencils up into the air, uh, just completely thrilled. So I don't remember why it was that twice that story came up. It has nothing to do with it right now, but I I wanted to tell it since uh, I had said that I had, and we didn't record it.
0: One one little bit of housekeeping for me, Rush, is I um on the episode Rational Pork, you set up a situation where. Uh, we were going to cast a uh, a show, a, an yes. animated series with a Columbo type um, cop lead who was Danny DeVito. And he was a talking pig. Yeah, a Columbo pig.
1: type, correct? Talking pig, and it's an animated show. Yep. yep.
0: And his partner, right? His partner, I could I could cast anybody, and I'm Allison Janney. Huge yes. fan of Allison Janney's. And then you said um, now cast the chief. Yes. And I remember saying that I want the chief to be kind of uncertain. I didn't want like a oh, get out there and do. This this kinda mm-hmm. kinda chief. And I came across the I forget what I was doing, but I was doing something on the iPad and I came across the picture of the person. I was probably looking up the cast of some TV show. I was like, wait a minute, that's that's who I wanted. That's okay. who can pull off because I wanted them to be uncertain and have kind of a, a softer kind of take and stuff. Yes. And if I can
1: guess it in one guess, go ahead. It, I'm gonna guess Alan Tudyk. No, ah. <laughs>
0: nice, nice, fine voice actor.
1: Yeah, great fine voice actor. Would have been would be terrific. Yeah, he is the chief. I
0: think I had. I think he had relations with a, a mutual friend of ours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll leave leave that alone. Uh, Kristen Shaw.
1: Helen Tudick and Kristen Shaw. No, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, so
0: uh, that's a great choice. That's who I want. That's chief. who I want is the chief, Kristen Shaw. That's that's the that's the person. Okay. Well, I think that's a great. You had cast yourself, and I did. And now, that's that's wrong. I should never cast. I, that that felt well, wrong. I think you'd be great. Everyone wanted to see
1: that show. A lot of people told me they'd like to see that show. I do want to. Uh, while we're on National Park and Rational Pork, uh, which was maybe my favorite episode of the ones that have come out so far. Yeah. Um. There is one of my friends, Tommy Dewey, who listens uh, occasionally to the show and always has some good ideas. Uh, He he and his uh, his uh, lady friend, Helen, uh, have been like great to talk to on the on the couple occasions. I've talked to them about the podcast. In fact, Helen, when I gave her the Professor Kramer stuff, she had like great ideas about that. Uh, We should get uh, her on at some point for sure. But uh, Tommy made a great point on professor kramer okay and he said because and and so who professor kramer was is he's is a talking pig yeah like so you're in college and and you're told hey uh this class is a little different so there's an nda you can't ever talk about this class yep and it's taught by an actual talking pig yep and we had him walking on on two feet and dressed wearing, wearing like a you uh, know,
0: cardigan cardigan sweater vest and yeah. you know a sensible pair of cords
1: Yes, so it just looks like a like a classic English professor He's there to teach sonnets or introduction to the sonnet and hopefully some other classes, yeah. too. But uh, we both were kind of... Everyone I've talked to has basically been like, we rationalize, normalize things pretty quickly, and it wouldn't take that long to get used to the pig being your teacher. But Tommy made a good point, which is he said, don't you think there's like a dark part of humanity where as soon as something went wrong, uh-huh. like he gives you a bad grade... Or he kind of dismisses one of your ideas in class that you you're gonna be stupid like stupid pig. Yeah. you're gonna be like, oh yeah, you're stupid, you a pig. What do you know? What do you I stupid care? Pig. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like that there would just be serious trash talk of <laughs> Professor Kramer uh, for being a pig if if things went bad. And he's like, I just he's like, I hate to even think about it, but I think that's how things would like turn out. And I was like, yeah, you've really, really touched on touched on a bad part of human nature. Um, also because we talked about the, uh, the, the wizard rod, I do want to say on that same episode, wizards and lizards, um, we talked about if, if it turns out Hogwarts is real Mm -hmm. and you got a letter when your kid was 11, uh, admitting them into Hogwarts, would you allow your kid to go? Tell me someone
0: calculated the mortality rate of, of Hogwarts. No, I wish they would. I wish they
1: would, because we did say that it's, it maintains the same mortality rates as in the book as in the books. Uh, And you and I, neither of which have kids, yep. so easy to say, both said we'd let our kids go to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. I will say, I've posed the question to 10, 15 people.
0: And our assumption was that people with children would be we'd like, say, Hell, Hell no. Right. They'd Hell say, no.
1: I thought they'd call me an idiot yep. and just be like, What are you talking about? Um, They, to a person, have been like, If the kid wanted to go, I, I just, I don't see how I could not send them. <laughs> so.
0: It's a different day and age, man. I don't know. Different I mean, day and age, I, you know. I when you know, we still don't up.
1: believe it. I still think no one would actually allow it to occur. But I like that people at least think of themselves as open to magic. I think there's something like uh, romantic about that concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a different time because if I was like, hey, I want to go skateboard in that empty pool, to be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm locking you in the garage. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Were, were there any others to cover? Or do we no, want to? No, there to, were just uh, some.
0: There were uh, some thank yous. Do you want to do that and then do one? And then uh, we're going to do situation? one actual
1: situation, just so we don't have an episode with no situations. So we'll do some thank yous. So so we've
0: gotten some kind support from from a, a bunch a bunch of friends, but some people have kind of been above above and beyond as far as like um uh pushing pushing the show and appreciating it and you know and 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 trying to get it out on. On social media, if if you wouldn't mind, folks, Rush and I kind of think we've reached all our friends. <laughs> yeah. So to grow, if we are to, we would need some strangers, and that would kind of take a stranger posting it to to their friends. So if if you wouldn't mind, if we don't already know you, and if you haven't already, if you already have, please don't. Where then this will be the only time and the last time I think we we first only had, last time we'll ask um if if you're someone we don't know like i got a nice we got a nice email from a friend of steve Walteen's who we didn't know but right. steve who is definitely one of the people if not top on the list we want to thank for right. for his support if you wouldn't mind kind of you know passing it on to your friends if you tweet or 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 facebook or or whatever or just you know you run into a buddy at the mall who might who might dig it they're still malls, right? Oh yeah. yeah. If uh who might dig it then if, if you wouldn't mind passing it on is we might have reached our our reach, I guess, yeah. or you know, the extent of our reach. But so th- we might just wanted to recognize people who have kind of gone above and beyond. One we mentioned was your brother. He's been awesome. Yep, he's been he's great. He's been awesome. Um I want to mention my my mom and dad, Steve Waltine. Uh who else? Who else you got, Rush? Uh, I want
1: to thank the podcast Hey Riddle Riddle for uh, throwing us a shout out, uh, during theirs, we saw a spike in our listenership after they did that. Yeah, much that's a great, uh, and I want to reciprocate and say that's one folks should listen to. Yeah, uh, They are, they're different from us, they're funnier. Uh, yep. it's more of a, a comedy podcast. Ours is kind of a mix of philosophy and comedy and whatever. But, uh, I, I have probably my favorite thing about starting this podcast is I have uh, gotten back into listening to more other podcasts on. Yeah, uh, flights and things like that and theirs is one that i i often listen to
0: we want to thank the burks of holyoke for their for their staunch support who else rush uh, i want to thank um chad bell
1: dave phillips justin peterson those are folks that listen give me feedback uh, and thoughts a lot kevin mcteague mitch henderson all those folks have given some good suggestions and thoughts about uh, what we could do with you, the podcast going forward, and they've also all promoted us on social media and things like that. Did
0: you just thank the weights and measures, Kevin and <laughs> and McTeague? That's right. Is that is that you just think? I did, I did. Oh, no. Right. But, uh, but no
1: one knows that one yet, TJ. That's coming out oh, in like okay. six weeks.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. Stay tuned. Yeah, <laughs> uh, John Glenn, who we have uh, some conversations with over social media, especially yes. especially when we when we when we mess up. Thank you for the Titans, uh, Keiko Aguina, who um, has been really wonderfully uh, supportive, and that was someone we didn't know before. So that's a uh, that's a kind a kind stranger to us at least. But I think we've uh, we've started to have correspondence a little bit over over social media. So thank you very much. And Jay Suko, who also has has um um. Uh, tweeted about the show a bunch, so yeah. thanks to all of you. Our and friend Mike O'Brien, yeah, uh, who we we
1: know as Patrick O'Brien, yep. but we sh- I should stop saying that. He's been Mike O'Brien for most of his life. Pete
0: Gross, Pete Gross, uh, many many friends uh, stepped in, and Susie Salvi uh, did. Yep. So yeah, thank you, thank you guys. And if we didn't mention you, we apologize, and we'll we'll try and do this right. again at some at some later date, and make sure we thank you.
1: Yeah. So let's end with one uh, situation since we are called. Uh, Here's the situation, and this one was sent in uh, by a friend of mine named uh, Matt Myers, uh, and I I liked this one a lot, but he said, um, this one's really for TJ more than Rush, given (laughs) Rush's uh, uh, general uh, poor familiarity with music. (laughs) So, here's the situation. All right. You are to be, uh, to obtain any one car you would like. Okay. Available to you is every make and model of car ever put together. So you want a '67 blah blah blah. You got it. You want okay. a 2014 Honda Accord. You got that too. You want a '50 50, 56 Mustang. I don't know much about cars, Love as you can already. The, yeah, this tell. has
0: already started. In I I do have a familiarity or a, a real fandom of music. I don't know cars. Yeah, at
1: all. So, okay. Well, perfect. so. But here's the catch to it. Okay. Which is whatever decade the car is from, oh, is okay. the only decade sure. of music okay. that can ever be played in this car. Yep. You bring an iPod in there, yep. you try to you try to sing along to another song, there's a magical like void whatever it is, you can't have it on there. So you got to pick a combination. Sounds like you're going to lean way heavier on the music than on the mm-hmm. But it, let's still think about like cars in you know the 2010s are better made than cars Never. from the 1960s Don't or whatever. Care. So you've got to pick I'd
0: rather roll over in a Porsche Spider listening to my music than than than, than drive safely listening to <laughs> the the music of the 2010s. Right. Well, unfortunately, your favorite music is old 1890s <laughs> classical atonal chants, man. I roll around in a so cart, you're like, cart listening to you're like listening on some to of, atonal chants of
1: uh, Henry Ford's like uh <laughs> oh, I should say since we're on this episode of correction. Yeah. Give me a big Short, band
0: and a Tin lizzie. Shortall
1: really made Brian Shortall who we've mentioned several times thanks to Brian too. But he mentioned to me we did a terrible job on Movie Years um, oh sure. Like yeah. uh I I will say um you you said Wag the dog did. was in the 2010s okay. <laughs> and then I I knew that it was 1997 and then you said 2000s and I was like I didn't want to say <laughs> I didn't want to say you're still wrong but, but uh I was I was like Casablanca's maybe I don't know 1960. It's 1942. Sure. Well no, one. that one I think I would have come close. To. Yeah, I think you would have been closer than that me. Was on right that was right on the tail. That was right on the tail. I'm of- really good on movies from like 19 19- probably 79 to about 2000. And then I... Maybe because I went to basically every movie then.
0: If something is not from the four years that I was in, in high school, I have no idea when it was. Okay. For whatever reason I remember the music, you know, like of, of the high school dances really well and right. stuff like that. If it's if it's I can tell you if it's before that or if it's right. after that, but otherwise I have no idea how I think happened.
1: off fourteen years on Wag the Dog is worse than being off eighteen on <laughs> Casablanca, given that you're off, you know, basically fourteen out of I higher mo- percentage.
0: For me, movies come out when I saw them. Sure.
1: You know, so if I, I saw That's that true. movie like six or seven years ago. That is a ago. true <laughs> statement. That the movie did come into being when you first yeah. saw it. Uh, you manifested it. So what decade are you picking for this car? This And what
0: is the make and model of the car? And almost, I, I think without a doubt, I'm taking the 1960s. Okay. that That is the, my, if I have to listen to just one type of music, for the rest of my life it would be soul music and my favorite soul music was uh, would have been 60s 70s but the older soul is is definitely when when I want to be listening to that the only the only car i remember liking from the time i was a kid and this could have a little bit to do because it, it it well was a jaguar they mm. always looked nice to me. I'm hoping they were making cars in the 60s. I'm sure. guessing they would have been. But we also like my last name is Jagodowski. We were called um like in this part in this part of the world uh you call someone a Jag, that's an insult. In back in New England, that was just what they called us. Um that was the our we had a slate outside the front door that said the Jags on it and we were, our name would be, you know, abbreviated that way and sometimes I would hear a Jaguar called a Jag, you know. Um um and so I think that could have been where I first liked them. But they were also like these I didn't know anyone who owned them. They seemed kinda of magical. They were sure. up there with like Rolls Royce's and right. you know, fancy fancy cars. Um I liked the emblem. I like, you know, the leaping Jaguar on the front. So I don't know a make or model of Jaguar in particular. I think they might just be those You're simple things where it's like an X two yeah. or a C five or you know, I don't I don't remember like a You want a Mercedes, but a Jaguar basically <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know a make of Jaguar? The Jaguar I, something? I I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But it would be a, a 60s jag listening to 60s soul, and I think I would look boss in that thing, man boss
1: I, they merged with the british motor company uh british motor corporation in 1966 all oh, the bmc so you'd, you'd have to decide mm. whether you want a pre-bmc merge or a post bmc merge pre
0: before before bmc got their grubby little hands oh, into that pure okay. jaguar pure, pure jaguar yeah. batter you be jaguar Dowski <laughs> driving around with that i it's funny you say because i there's
1: a famous story about me from my parents only they'll enjoy this probably but so when i was two I knew every car on the road, Honestly, every single yeah. car, and they're not sure like how or why I knew them. Uh, they think my grandfather, um, who I call Pop, so Pop used to uh, drive me around to help out my parents, you know, sometimes. And and
0: let me ask you this: if you would agree with this, and this this has something to do with your story, I feel like when we were when we're not exactly the same age, but I feel like when we were young, or when they were making cars in the seventies, early eighties, and stuff, I thought there were. In my head, at least, there were a lot more different shapes of cars going at that time. Like mm. the Corvette of the late '70s and '80s right. was like long and swoopy, and the the Firebird and the Caddy was huge and right. stuff. That they were more, perhaps, more easily recognizable. And maybe it's just me, but just about every mid sized SUV looks the same to me right now. Just about every sort of like you know m- medium sized car I, I can't recognize. Not that I was great at it then, but I feel like as a kid we had a better shot. At least I knew like, oh, that's a Corvette, or. That's right. a Firebird or that's a a Fiat or I know, whatever. I do think there were really.
1: there were more like wide wild variety cars. Yeah. Although you will still see things like a Mini Cooper now. Yeah, everyone's that's quite yeah. unique. But I really don't know how I knew the car. I certainly couldn't read. So one theory is that they had different hubcaps oh, okay. and they would have the thing or but I think it was just my grandfather would just tell me and you know I could recognize shapes. That's a Chevy. That's a
0: Ford, and so, but I was two, wow.
1: you know, and I would sit there and I I, I sucked my thumb. I guess I was three years old, so I would just sit in the car. And one day I'm just sitting there, just sucking my thumb quietly, and I would drive everybody crazy because I would be like, you know, <laughs> Nissan Rain Man. You'd be Rain Man, and be, in yeah, this thing. just yeah. Rain Man. Honda, Nissan, because <laughs> uh, we were we were in Japan. <laughs> no, but I and just say all of them. But one day I'm just quietly sitting there with my my thumb in my mouth, watching cars go by and not calling all of them and then one car goes by and i take my thumb out of my mouth and i go "Woo, boy rolls royce don't see many of those these days (laughs) and it was with my mom and dad and they were like what is going
0: on back there (laughs) So I guess you know clearly <laughs> that, wasn't, some a my, my that, gra- that grandfather wasn't a thumb. That wasn't a thumb you pulled out.
1: It was a corn cob pipe. Yeah. So clearly, <laughs> some of my uh, grandfather said to me. So all right, well I like it. It's 1960s Jaguar. That's got yeah. the music you want. Thank you, Matt Myers, for good uh, situation. Good question. good question. And thanks to everybody. This will be our little bonus episode. Yeah. Anything we hope this else? was
0: a treat for you. We uh, we enjoyed we enjoyed doing it. And we certainly I uh, could foresee a time when we do another one of these because we won't stop making mistakes cool. or knowing that we were wrong about something. So. Uh, yeah, but this covered maybe five percent of the mistakes. Oh I mean, gosh, yeah. way <laughs> under that. Uh, thanks to Nate DeFort, Julie Nichols, Emily Cardamus for all the stuff that they usually do. Um, feel free to write us with uh, with any kind of uh, con- you know any kind of whatever comments you want to at here's the situation podcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all. Yep. Thanks. Thank you.